Are you recording yet? Yes. Yeah, no. We just Kinda. need to open our beers. What's that? Need to open our beers. Yeah. All right, Matt. So let's start off with segment one. What are we drinking today, Matt? Um, so I'm drinking Harpoon Brewery's The Crack, uh, Irish Red IPA. So is it the crack or is it the crake? I would say the crack because that's how Irish people would say it. Oh, uh, I mean, are you Irish? Do you know? N- no, I'm not Irish, but I've worked with plenty, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this is a using the term like what's the crack like what's going on they, they never that heard term. that so i think that's what the play the play is on but it is a seven percent abv 6.9 sorry 12 ounces all right so feel a little hot we'll report back on the taste because we i may have had that last week mm-hmm. um but you know i've forgotten it after the eagles won the super bowl and all i remembered is that i should be drinking victory so I'm drinking Victory's homegrown American lager. Uh, so far, it's pretty light. I'd say it's a nice. Uh, what do you call that? A hay hay color. Hmm. A nice hay. Uh, what is the ABV on this? Easy. Uh, it's pretty low. It's a four point eight. So Matt will be feeling his, and I'll be feeling mine because I'm a huge lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I will be feeling mine. Okay, so those are. Uh, we, I had to get in a stab about the Patriots losing. Mm. So last week for the Super Bowl, uh, I had gone and bought all Philadelphia or New England beer. Now, I'm not claiming they're the best representatives of either, but I had a bunch of Yingling and a bunch of Sam Adams, and I had Victory and Harpoon. So a little bit of like the bigger brewery and a little bit of like the bigger craft brewery. And I think overall more people drank the Victory than the Harpoon. Just putting it out there. Just mm. putting it out there. Nobody touched the Sam Adams. And now I have a shit ton of their winter, what's it called? Cold Snap? Cold Snap. Did you buy a 12 of Cold Snap? Yes, I did. That might be your problem. Why? I don't know. I don't think the, the crew you had here was a big Cold Snap uh, I, group. We had a bunch of women. That's, yeah, exactly. That's I would have thought I was buying for the women. I was like, ah, oh, this is like a, a light beer. It's kind of got some fruity flavor going on. Yeah. I, I don't expect them to know that. <laughs> that a can with an owl and snow goggles equals a fruity light beer. Yeah. Well, and I'm not saying that because they're women that either. I think that the group that was here, just knowing them and knowing their very high level understanding of craft beer i don't think that they would have known that cold snap specifically was gonna be like that all right well i guess i should have done a taste testing but i did not so now i have a ton of this to get rid of so anybody out there first contest we're running you get a six pack of cold snap (laughs) i don't know what the contest is yet but that's definitely the prize we can do uh so (laughs) i've listened to way too many beer and brewing podcasts um, I have not. <laughs> and there's a, there's a lot of different ways that they interact with their audience. Lucky for us, we don't have an audience, so we don't have yes. to interact with them. Yes, but they're getting the six-pack. So basically, whoever's house has the next party, guess what you're getting as a housewarming present? Six-pack of cold snap. Just so the, 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 uh, the game is first people to invite us to a party. That's right. 
and then they <laughs> then they'll find out that they've won. Right. Hopefully, there's a party before June or July, which is usually how long the beer ends up hanging around in here. Because every time people come over here, I buy too much beer, and then everybody brings more beer, drinks their own, and then leaves me with their beer. So I've continued to accumulate beer, and then it takes me months and months and months to pawn it off on someone else. So you have a hosting problem. I have a hosting problem. And then I have a going out problem where instead of drinking my beer, I go buy more beer yep. at some bar, brewery, speaking of. So what brewery did we go to last week, Matt? We, we did we did our little like mandate, the mandate, we'll call it that, the mandate. <laughs> the mandate. The it's mandate. a mandated mandate? <laughs> it's the mandated monthly mandate. We went down the street. To Turtle Swamp in, what is it, JP? It is in JP. It's JP, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you confused me a little with Rosendale, but it is it is JB. Yeah. Did I say it was in Rosie? Yeah. Yeah. You said, oh, it's in Rosie, right by you. Not not really. Right no. by us. They all meld together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went down to Turtle Swamp, and what was it, Thursday? It was Thursday. There's like five or six people in there. I got to say, their setup, in terms of their like tap room-ish seating area, pretty uh, pretty sad. Yeah, but it was also under construction. Okay, that's fair. Remember that whole roped off area that they weren't allowing people to go. Yeah, to? yeah. They clearly they had like table saws. You could see through the the room to the dark and the back closet going on. Yep. But we did walk through then to the actual brewing space, and their equipment was marvelous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shiny stainless steel. Just everything clearly had just been put together in the last year. Pretty cool. And uh, more production quantity than I was expecting, just based on how much I had heard of the brewery and how long I had known that it was there. What uh, do you think the uh, the barrel count was? Didn't we? You took a guess. Yeah, I. I mean, <laughs> I can't figure that stuff out. Matt's got it down. I, by having it down, being extremely amateur at it, um, <laughs> I'd say they had, if I can remember correctly, I think they had four. 30 barrel fermenters in there, but I'm not sure. Four 30 barrel fermenters. I think. I'm going to sound like an idiot when I'm wrong. Yeah, we'll check that. So anybody listening out there, spot check that. Feel free to send it in. You can tag Matt. Yeah. Uh, What was your nickname? I already forgot your nickname. I I don't think I have one. I already just came up with one for you. I didn't have one for myself. I forgot for you. Uh, Matt, diaper butt. Tag it at diaper butt. <laughs> diaper butt. Where are you Matt tagging diaper butt? I don't have anything named <laughs> diaper tag. We'll make it. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> so I think we're going to try to get to a brewery between each episode. So mm-hmm. that way we can then talk about it a little bit. So on facilities, their little tap area was like two pop-up tables in front of all their equipment. And then a row of, uh, I think about like six old dirty looking apartment style white refrigerators that they had converted to their kegerators and just like drilled the tap right through the front of the uh, freezer door it was supposed to be like a hipster cool thing and it kind of just looked like a jerry rigged mess i so i actually disagree (laughs) i kind of liked it i thought it was a little home homebrew callback like we're just getting started okay Here's your opportunity to drink our fresh beer directly from our fridge. I that I mean, you're right. <laughs> Could have been a little cleaner on the fridge. I, it maybe, just wasn't cool enough. Just, it was like that's a, a crappy fridge. 
<laughs> like it could have been a cool looking fridge. I'm not saying yeah. like some new Samsung. Like uh, go older. Go I don't know. Right. Do something. It just looked like a cheap fridge that they took f- literally from their apartment. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. <laughs> I don't know. With all that fancy equipment behind it, it was like eh, a little mess. Mm. But whatever. Which is where I think that that's where the intention was. I think the intention was let's make this look as relatable as we can at this point. Right. They're trying to still look like, oh, we're the small town homebrew or not. Right. Which I think, I mean, their location being that close to Sam Adams, yeah. they are the little homebrewer kind of. Oh, absolutely. In terms of relative absolutely. scale. So I think that that kind of speaks to that a little bit more than. And what's surprising is JP doesn't already have a brewery, which, which blows my mind. Like, I mean, there's plenty of bars and stuff in JP. And less so than the rest of the city. It's just less dense. But that they didn't already have a brewery, I found to be very surprising. Um, especially because we've just recently had the Trillium Beer Garden open up in Rosendale Village. And there's another brewery on the way that's like half under wraps. They're not sh- sure. They've started, I think, with the permitting and stuff. I don't know if it's wrapped up yet. I thought it was supposed to be here by now. And since it hasn't, it makes me question whether or not it's still moving forward. Anyways, back to... Back to Turtle Swamp. What'd you think of the beer? Now, Matt had... What'd you have there? I I had Not A Wit as my first my first draft poll. And that was that was good, actually. That was... Um, it's a white IPA, I believe. I'd have to go back and check. And I thought it was it was more refreshing than, than I was expecting while looking at it. So it's very hazy, uh, very light-colored, creamy-colored beer and it just it it really ended up just being more refreshing and citrusy and light than than what i was expecting which like they say in the title not a wit i was expecting a little bit more yeast flavor a little bit more uh heavy up front but it really wasn't and then what you follow that up with because it clearly that was like i think we both made a strategic first choice so that way we could let the second one dominate the palate a little more yeah the second one i went with their um I can't remember now. I'm gonna have to look. All right. Well, I'll I'll dive in. So I I was trying to be strategic, and I opened up with the classic. I guess what was supposed to be an English bitter. Uh, I don't remember what the name was. Couldn't tell you. But I thought it was a little weak on the English bitter style. Uh, I don't know. It was a little too thick tasting. It wasn't so clean. The malt was okay. Uh, I just wasn't like loving it. Um, and then my second choice was, or my second beer was their regular IPA. I don't know if they have a special name for it on their refrigerator. It just said IPA, um, which again I thought was like pretty typical. It wasn't there wasn't any special flavors. The hops were kind of meh. It wasn't one of those palate destroyers, but it also wasn't any kind of special like oh this is like really refreshing hitting the spot mind you it was pretty cold that night there was no like we weren't sitting outside it was it was a cold cold night so it was probably more porter stout territory that we should have been drinking but we, we both ventured the other direction i think so did you figure out what your second beer was yeah i did <clears throat> so i i went with all ears which is a golden ale um and I actually liked it. It was a it was a good, um, 
take a backseat kind of beer when having conversations. It was really good. It didn't um, it didn't really stir up any any crazy flavors or anything like that. It was a I could drink a lot of them <laughs> if, <laughs> if I was asked to. That it was good and it felt like a good go to if if you were to go there and not really know if you mm-hmm. could handle some of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But on the porter thing, I actually I steered away from the porter mainly we because both took a little shot of it when we got there. They did a little taste test. And we were like, "Hey, let's try the porter." Nah, yeah, not gonna drink that. Yeah, and I, I actually my decision not to drink it was more because I wanted to try the other stuff because mm-hmm. I tend to default to porter stouts, that kind of thing, like right away, and I always feel like I miss out on other things because. Once you hit yourself with a porter or a stout, and if it's too roasty, chocolatey, you're just everything else is just kind of going to fall away in terms of flavor. Everything else was light, you know. Exactly, the rest of the roster was light, and I I'll say even though the bitter was not like super spectacular or memorable or even that, uh, I don't know if it hit the category that well. Not that I've been my beer tasting, but I appreciate seeing it on somebody's tap rotation or whatever what they're brewing. Only because you don't see it that often. There's either breweries who do nothing but English bitters and English style, or you just see the IPAs, the wits, the stouts, and the porters. So it was nice, I thought, to finally see a bitter on a menu and be able to like, cool, even if it's not that great, at least it's something different than I'm used to seeing. Right. Yay. Uh Oh, Matt, are we hitting? We've hit the 15-minute mark, and Matt has consumed enough of his beer but not enough what i thought it was 25 minutes to a half hour yeah I'm it is i'm saying i'm saying matt's at the point where his brain is switching over from not buzzed to buzzed and at that point he's gotta stop think what he's about to say <laughs> <laughs> but if we give it another two minutes he'll probably be a little bit past so for today's first inaugural episode, I wanted to get the recording of the beer snap. The right, and I'm thinking next time we should already be halfway through the first beer, so that way we can pop a second one during the episode. What do you think? Yeah, that's pretty. I like pretty that. Fair. Okay, I like it, and I think going forward it won't be like a whirlwind Friday night trying to get out to the bar afterwards kind of night. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it could no, be. No, I think I think that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We should. I'm thinking this is gonna happen like once every two weeks to start. That's ambitious. Is that ambitious? How about like a month? It took us as long as it did. I'm listen. 2018. I've got new goals for the year. This is one of my goals. So, <laughs> okay. and I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna say every two weeks, and I'm gonna try to hit a brewery in between, which means I need to be going to a brewery every other week. Yep, that's fair. There's plenty within range. Matt thinks he's moving to New Hampshire anyway, so we're going to have to mandate some more mandates in order to keep hanging out. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And since this is your scope of of this podcast is meant to be New England, not just Massachusetts. Correct. That gives us opportunity to maybe do some New Hampshire stuff. Absolutely. Well, we're going to travel. So here's a, let's do a little like what we see for the show to come. All right. So we talk about the beer we're drinking literally right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to theme it in some capacity. If we have people on with us, I think I'll either force them to bring a beer 
or I'm going to get a beer that I think they'll like and then make them tell me if I was wrong, which I usually am. Number two, we go to a brewery. We already talked about that. Okay, bam. Then I think we can do a bunch of different things that would be, what would be the content if there was a good beer magazine in New England? Now, basically, we don't want to have any publication costs, so this is the way to get that same info out without having a publication. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I think... We're very reputable. <laughs> very <laughs> reputable. Listen, we have lots of money. <laughs> and I think what we need to do is we can pick different beer towns or pick a town and then go find the breweries there and then do like a little like bloops blurb on... I mean, easy targets, Burlington, right? Mm. Burlington. But then you can go out a little past that in Vermont and hit like Stowe. There's a few out there. Waterbury. Honestly, Waterbury. You go over to New Hampshire, uh, Manchester has got a bunch now. Yeah. I mean, White Birch kind of kicked it off there. And now there's another two, three in that area. White Birch is technically hooks it. Is it? Yeah. It is. They put that on there. Whatever. It's regionally close enough. Yeah. And then we can jump out to the seacoast. You got Portsmouth, which has Smutty Nose, Portsmouth Brewing Company. You go a little bit. Earth s- Eagle. Don't Earth Eagle. Is that the hat? Matt? That is my hat. I wanted to make fun of Matt's hat tonight, and I forgot to yet because he has his headphones on, so I didn't see it. But Matt, <laughs> everybody out there who's listening, Matt is on the quest for a new hat. Matt needs a new drinking hat because his sweaty head made that one all day. <laughs> It used to be it's white, and now, I don't even know what color that is anymore. It it looks it looks like it fell in the mud, but it's just <laughs> from his forehead. <laughs> so it's kind of dirty, but it's not that dirty. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking we go to we can like I don't know if it's gonna be all the time, but we might be able to hit up a you know a town, do a little investigation there we've already been to several of them but i think it's worth going back digging in trying to find what's going on uh then i think what we had already done we'd been talking about this show for a while and then our friend was living in california and we made it a point um although he lived in san francisco we told him to go screw himself for a few days and we flew into la and then we tried to do like a beer-esque trip we had the ladies with us so it wasn't all beer which is probably for the best. I mean, we probably saw better places than just going to random breweries. But we made a little beer trip up the coast, got to Firestone Walker. Yep. We ended up meeting our friend in San Fran, went past him, went up to Russian River. Uh, was there any other spots we hit out there? There's definitely another one in LA, right? Who do we hit out there? Yeah, I mean, we hit a couple um, just brew pubs <clears throat> yeah. on the way up. Yep. So that was the other thing, and right down in San Francisco, and I wish I remembered the name because I would drop it right now, but I can't. Um, there was a place that was a brew pub, and I believe they had two locations, but this was one of the locations. All taps were their beer. It was delicious, and it was yeah. it was right right in the thick of things. So I would like to keep that theme alive and plan out some longer trips. So we got the New England thing going on, and then we can do a little you know less frequent long haul. Well, so speaking about that, we've had a long-standing idea, or you've had this plan that you want us to go down to Philly Beer Week. Absolutely, that's where I was going next. You read my mind, <laughs> and I, I'm seeing that. As did being, I write it down? I didn't even write that down. How did you know? Lucky you. So absolutely, Philly Beer Week. So what is your? What's your? What are you gonna say about it? Well, what I'm basically what I'm getting at is I think we have a good opportunity to uh, push for. 
opening ceremonies and, yeah. and hit a bunch of <laughs> all right. I like a it. A bunch of the the tap rooms and stuff that's up there. That would be so dope. I lived in Philadelphia downtown for two years and. I just went to work instead of going to Philly Beer Week. And I went to, like, some of the nighttime events, but I never got to, like, take the day off and go travel around the city following the Hammer of Glory and watch the mayor open up, do the opening tap ceremony and all that. So that would be awesome if we could get a small group, travel down. I don't know where we're going to stay, but we'll figure that out. And <laughs> uh, do, like, at least two to three days. We don't got to stay the full ten days. I mean, that's... I will literally be dead. <laughs> so I two to three days, long weekend, make it happen. Oh, um, that's what you're looking. So at. sorry. Yeah, yeah. They just whipped it. So the the landlord interrupted our sesh, but only wasted like a minute. So we're doing we're doing pretty good. That's um, what editing's for. It is what editing's for. But also, if we edit out the time, I've already finished my beer. So like twenty minutes of material is definitely two beers worth. Twenty yeah. twenty minutes? You mean like half hour of material? I've got well, 30 that, minutes recorded right now. Right, but after we clip it down and everything, I'm saying, like, the actual... Yeah, that's true. The final product. 20 minutes of final product is easily two beers worth. Yeah, at first. I would say that we're going to get better at this. I hope so. Just based on... Because the little bit of knowledge I have in recording and all this shit is that the more we <laughs> the more we do this, the more we're going to realize editing's a bitch. Yes. We're going to have to do as much on the fly as we can. One take. Yeah. One take. Coming for you, Hollywood. All right. Keep moving forward. So we do the long trips, and then uh, we might be able to, once we like, and this is going to take a little bit of time, maybe try to get one of the local breweries to actually sit down with us, or at least the brewers, whatever. Someone to sit down with us from one of the local breweries and shoot the shit for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe we can take it to their house, you know, take it to their brewery and do it in-house while they're there they Mm -hmm. they don't get interrupted but i don't know that's a little ambitious for now yeah i think to to get into that not to get into the details but we would need different equipment (laughs) one if you're going to be in a noisy brewery especially if there's going to tap room yeah yeah, yeah. um but i think that that's a great idea and once we get off the ground a little bit maybe get a few episodes out of the way yes i think that would be worthwhile the smaller places probably would be more apt to, to turtle swamp in. we could just like go in that broom closet uh, that they call their the seating <laughs> area and <laughs> uh do it there right there there'll be no noise in there because there's nobody there there was when we were there There was those people were like way more regulars than us everybody knew everybody's name we met the girl behind the counter what was her name nicole uh, was it ashley nicole i don't know i just like named every girl from my high school <laughs> all two names that they have I'm, I'm the worst person to ask that yeah um, well how we're gonna we gotta go back now and like we made we, I thought we made friends maybe she was just giving us you know the time of day cause she works there but I thought we made friends she, she may have been giving us the time of day because we were the only ones left <laughs> that could possibly buy something she didn't want us to though I was like oh should I buy a crowler and she was like no she shut it down I think she had already closed her register and was like just go home. Just leave. <laughs> Please leave okay. immediately. We're done talking. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And the two other ideas I had written down here. Oh, I got three. I got three. Three. Number one, uh, this one was probably the best. And this would be what events 
either what's going on what are we going to what are we not going to uh what's coming up and what has tickets going on sale because if you're any bit familiar with the like new england beer festival scene it's that tickets sell out within about 45 seconds of them going on live cutthroat it is cutthroat it is equivalent to the housing market where you need to show up with cash you got to be paying more than ticket price (laughs) you gotta you gotta waive the inspection and just say, yeah, I'm in. Uh, so, I'm 50. I'm not. I'm not even close to 21. I'm 50. Let me in this bitch. <laughs> you gotta be old. You gotta be loaded. I mean, it's basically like nightclubs, right? It's like way overpriced. You don't get that much beer going on. They're moderately fun. So we gotta vet these. Yeah. I think nobody's vetting these because the few I've gone to, I've been colossally disappointed. Yeah, I will say, I I went to. So I'm, I'm originally from Maine, and I went to the Maine uh, Brewers Association Festival. That's a big one. I think that's what it's called. Ah, it's close enough. Whatever, you right? So it's out. it was out on Thompson's Point the, that past year. And yeah, that's, yeah, I've gone that's to concerts a, there. Right, right there next to Bissell Brothers. Great spot. Yes. You can take the train from Boston to Thompson's Point and walk to ah, the festival. Done so that. we got schmammer-faced. And just got back on the train and took the train home. Like, we didn't have to touch our car. It was phenomenal. So I went to that a couple of years ago. It wasn't like this past summer, but the summer before. And I will say that, that was well worth the ticket. Because of location, the the uh, exposure you had to all of the, the New England breweries. And I say New England because it, it's the main Brewers Association Festival. But it's it does include other places you know medusa was there i I remember vividly that medusa from basically this this was a new england contingency of of breweries and it was fun there was uh food trucks Mm. delicious ass food and got it's a great plastered (laughs) it's a great spot i went there for a concert and they had all the food trucks and you're right out on the the edge of the river right because it kind of like that's what that point is right it's wrapped by the river yeah, it's actually it's, really cool it's actually technically harbor, I believe. I don't. I, it's at least brackish. I I don't know exactly, but it's South Portland, so the harbor comes yeah. right up in. So all you uh, environmental specialists out there, please weigh in onto the brackish conditions of Thompson's Point. Um, if you could tell us the salinity level, you will win a six pack of white snap, <laughs> cold snap, cold snap. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, so th- there's there's definitely opportunity for local brew fest to be awesome. Yeah, Maine's I think is is especially respected compared to some of the other ones. There's just such a glut of them now in the city, and they all got a gimmick, right? Like beer and bacon, beer and cookies, uh, and and they just want to like triple charge the price. It's a hundred bucks to get in. You get four beers, of which you get a little sample, and then they give you like a plastic goblet to commemorate yourself and which I'm going to immediately throw away because I have a wife and she makes me do those things. And I, I think we need to vet these because if I was a, as a consumer, I'm not paying up front because I've been duped too many times and I have no way to validate who's coming to what, how many breweries are going to be there. What's an actual sample look like. I would say one of like the biggest uh, revelations I had recently is like better than brew f- than beer fest are some of these 5k runs you sign up for your little 5k price it's like 30 bucks or whatever 
you run a couple miles or you walk or you kind of goof off, whatever. You get to the end though and it's just like free for all, right? I, I mean, there's like eight, nine breweries there. It's all you can drink. One of the best ones was Cambridge, the Cambridge Run Series. They got one every holiday, right? There's one at St. Patrick's Day. There's one at Thanksgiving, one in the middle of the summer, and they've been great. And I had a friend who was like, yo, you got to go. It's like so many free free beer. Like, it's great. So we did it. We actually did a little kayak thing first. I right? did a little biathlon. We kayaked for like a mile on the Charles. Then did a little quick little run. And then we like drank our faces off, and it was great. And my friend was like, yo, you got to do it again. I was like, ah, I'm going to wait for the next one. And she said they switched up the format where they only gave them four drink tickets. Now, all of a sudden, there's drink tickets, there's lines, and like the quality of the experience went from 95 to 100% down to like 25 to 30%. She said it was just a mess. It was so disappointing. Everybody was just standing in line. It wasn't like mingling and grabbing drinks and running around and saying hi to friends. And that was like really good to know because I was about to drop money on the next event. I was a little disappointed in their t-shirt design. They used to have cool ones and their new ones are kind of lackluster. Just throwing it out there, Cambridge, if you're listening, bring back the old logos. All right. So I think those would be good events to cover too. Not just the beer festivals, but the other things that involve beer after time party going on. Yeah. Yeah, and Smutty also runs the Will Run for Beer series, which I don't know based on their recent um, auction that's coming up in March. I don't know if that's actually going to happen still, but um, I've definitely run in those, and those are those are a blast. And, and yet, your beer tent, beer after. Yeah, the beer tent is uh, it's limited, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, still a great time and good people to drink with, so it's fun. So. I think we're going to cover those two. That, I think, parlays into the next one involving physical activity and beer. Because beer is a fantastic post-workout drink. It has carbohydrates. It has electrolytes. It even has a bit of protein. Mm-hmm. Right? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, and some would say that Guinness is the best post-workout is it? Is drink. it? Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's better than Gatorade. Gatorade is just sugar water. Sugar, salt water. At least beer, I don't know, has whole grains in it. (laughs) We're going to use the tag whole grains. But I was going to parlay this into the hikes. So me and Matt this past summer, well, him and his girlfriend started on the whole New Hampshire 4,000 thing. But I got roped into a few of them. 4,000 thing. It's the 4,000 footer club. 4,000 footer club. Uh, So they got to go up all the 4,000 foot peaks. And... uh, there's 48 of them. That's uh, a lot of feet. I was going to do the math, <laughs> but it's not happening right now. Um, so actually, I guess that was two years ago you wrote me in almost. Oh, it's been like a year and a half. We got started. I'm, I'm a super nerd. And for my bachelor party, I was like, yo, I've never done an overnight hike. I come from lame suburbia where we don't go outside that long. Let's go on an overnight hike. And... He took me up one, which turned out to be like one of the worst. Everybody there was like, oh, this is the one I saved for last because it's so shitty. We went up Al's Head. Uh, we also hiked for like 13 hours that first day. <laughs> Arrived to camp in the dark. And we tried to bring beer with us. And I think we didn't even drink it because we were so exhausted. 
Yeah, and we even had the pantry with us. We did. He was the one carrying the beer. We, we brought the pantry, who uh, is at the bar right now. Uh, yeah, Jim, Jimbo Mania carried a 70-liter pack for a day hike. We did stay overnight, but we were gone for approximately... 36 hours. Not even 36 <laughs> hours, maybe 30 hours. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, we were not going to starve. We were not. Nobody we was going to starve. Which isn't possible, really. We wouldn't get lost out there. But if 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 we did get lost, we would have been he, dead. He was like a walking Seven Eleven. He had the roll, the hot dog rollers going. You could just get a hot hot dog from him. What else did he have going on? All the booze you wanted. You can he had make, a humidor. Few cigar <laughs> selections in there. <laughs> that one I'm not making up. He legitimately had a humidor. <laughs> With a selection of cigars for yeah. any of your fancies. If you're on the mountainside. Um, <laughs> you don't want to be without a humidor, so I think that'll be that'll be another one where we can uh, either I would say try to do it like live when we get to the top, but maybe we just come back and recap. But the goal would yeah, be that goal. would be hard as shit with all the wind and stuff. But I think ah uh, yeah, but you just do it in camp at the end of the night, yeah, not live yeah. while you're gone. You get yeah, to camp, set up camp, duck in the tent, bust out twenty minutes of audio. Yep. But I think we got to bring strategic beers. To the top of the mountain or whatever it is, wherever we're going. I think that that would be like worth the hike in. And afterwards, we always end up stopping at a brewery. Woodstock is up near all the White Mountains and stuff, so that's kind of perfect. But we can make trips to other ones if we venture out mm-hmm. past the White Mountains or up to Maine or whatever it is. All right, and my last, my last, last thing I had written down here, kind of with the events and stuff, is... The music and beer scene, because as all of the local breweries have been growing, they've been incorporating a lot of good live music. And I think it'd be cool to showcase or at least alert people to what's happening. Night Shift comes to mind. They're doing a good job. I think the other places should do more of it. Like the Trillium down the street, the the new beer garden that Trillium's hosting is really set up for it. I know city permitting is a big issue, so maybe outside the city it becomes a little easier. But think that would be really cool to kind of incorporate and maybe that's again kind of longer down the line with yeah interviews and such but well and i'll say too from from a main perspective one place that just stands out when you talk about music mixed with brewery is bigelow brewing up in uh i, I believe it's technically skowhegan but near norwich walk main they are um None of those are real words. <laughs> uh, they they're an awesome spot. And when we were there the last time we were up there, they had live music playing, and basically the venue for for music playing is they set a tent up outside on their lawn, and they've got this large space, you know, probably quarter acre, half acre in that area of of just lawn that they they have open in front of the brewery. So they set the tent up at one end. And there's a few picnic tables, but people just brought their lawn chairs and blankets. Oh, and everybody went up. They've got this pizza, this hot, you know, the stone, um, the brick oven pizza. Yeah. That they, they make so they've pizzas. Got, they've, got the, <laughs> they've got the the brick oven pizza. You get the brick oven pizza, bring, bring it out on the lawn, and you can just listen to music, hang out with your family, friends. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Aside from being in the basically the middle of nowhere, it was it was well, pretty awesome. That's what Maine is, right? That's so true. All yeah. in the middle of nowhere. It was typical density for Maine. I think that'd be a great one to kind of bring into it because it's kind of like an event, but it's always changing, and there's a lot of 
I got to give Massachusetts props for, uh, although I'm from Philadelphia and I still have a bias that their music seems better, Massachusetts does have a good quantity, if not, if not quality, at least there's quantity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, suckers. Uh, I have e- no opinion on that. The Eagles won again. Just reminding everybody. <laughs> there is no again. There is no again. That was the first time. It was the first time. They're one of the last... I saw the stats. They're one of the last 12 teams, or 13. There were 13 teams that had never won. That's half the league. Is it? Yeah. Okay. A little under half. Yeah. So this was the first time for them. So that's pretty big. All right, Matt. Cool. I think we talked our asses off for like 40 minutes. Yeah. So this is... There's a lot to get out. Yeah. Yeah, we got we had big things here. We didn't do a lick of research, which we were supposed to do. Yeah, no. So next time, highly doubt that this is going to be a substantial episode. This is going to be a little fifteen minute intro to what's yeah, going on. Yeah, this is going to get compressed down into about four and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to here's the podcast. All right, bye. Mostly be beer sound effects because we like playing with a microphone. Oh, I didn't. Ooh. I Matt didn't finish his. I am like itching to get another. Uh, I should probably eat before I have another. I haven't eaten either. That's why I'm feeling it. So 4.8 coming at you. Watch out, kids. (laughs) You can just cut it there. You can just cut it there. (laughs)